you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decide to Transform to a very special episode that's going to be high energy, and it's literally international, which I love. Joining me from Quintana Roo in Mexico, Playa del Carmen, maybe some of you have been there, to be exact, is Marcia Noah Glixman. And this is a conversation that I've been looking forward to, Noah, for, for some time. Now, Noah facilitates health transformations previously labeled impossible. She's passionate and determined to help people reclaim their health or claim it for the very first time, yes, and nurture their most valuable asset so it doesn't become a liability. She's helped executives, entrepreneurs, and even doctors reach new heights in life through habit change that create optimal mental and physical health, renewed energy, and better than ever mindset for inevitable success. Noah's own health was transformed from suffering of severe acid reflux, anxiety, and depression. She's moved to zero symptoms, no meds, and a happy, balanced, healthy lifestyle. Now, very interesting point. Noah is a mother to three teenage triplets. And she currently lives in Mexico. She's lived in Brazil, Israel, St. Lucia, and the United States and is fluent in four languages. Very cool. She served hundreds of clients in over 40 countries and is a serial entrepreneur who manages multiple businesses. Okay. And her education is as eclectic as her travels and her experience as diverse as her lifestyle. Noah, welcome. Thank you. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you. It's so beautiful. And listeners, I cannot claim credit for this in any way. Noah has written this herself and sent it to me. So thank you for sending that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it is. It always, you know, when you see yourself with different eyes, it's sort of, you know, someone mirroring that to you. It feels different. Even when um, I read that for the first time, it was, oh, you know, sometimes we have trouble finding the words to describe complex things. Yes. And when when we cross a certain age in life, describing our lives in a very concise way becomes complex because there's so much you want to share, especially when you talk about transformation. Yes. Yes. And, and you've revealed to me as we were talking before the show started that you have one single succinct bio that you use for everything. And it really is interesting that by the time we reach what I'm going to call middle age, I'm 50. So um, yeah, and, and uh, the listeners are all different age ranges. By the time you reach middle age, you've had so much experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm really interested in some of your experience. And we're going to talk health transformation here on the show. But you've lived in several different countries and you're fluent in four languages. What I love is that you used the word eclectic in your bio. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love that. that word. Yes. So how does that show up for you? How, how do you consider yourself eclectic? Ah, wow. Like you said, life has been so interesting, right? Um, I've created opportunities. I've taken advantage of opportunities. And some of them, when we look at life as a puzzle, especially when we're younger, some things happen and you're like, how does that fit in? Why do I have to go through that? Or why did it happen to me or for me? Um, And then as you mature, you start seeing that puzzle coming together. So the eclectic comes into my puzzle isn't a standard picture. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, it's been painted in many different colors. And when I see that full picture now, which I still don't see the full picture, but it's coming together. At least I see the frame and, you know, where to put the next piece so I can get a clear image. Eclectic just to me, it means interesting, unexpected, um, diverse, Mm -hmm. that it might not make sense if you look on the outside, because as we said, it's very hard to share all the different experiences. So they might not seem connected, but they really are. Does that make sense? Total. Oh, yeah. Yes. Now, as far as all of the places that you've lived, do you have, they're very diverse. Yeah. Do you have one that was your favorite? I get asked that a lot. Okay. There, I have a favorite thing in each one of the places I've lived in. Beautiful. But I don't have a favorite one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think if I did, I would live there. So there is a favorite for right now. And the favorite right now is the Caribbean side of Mexico, because I've also lived on the Pacific side. So my favorite at the moment is the Caribbean side of Mexico. Okay. It suits where I am in life. You know, we have different needs, different ones. And I think I've been very blessed to be able to choose my environment or to create my environment throughout my life to, and have those different choices. Mm -hmm. So for right now, I want to be in the sun. I want to live in an eternal summer. I want to have, you know, um, an international airport that's easy to fly from and to very close to home. I want to have an international community. There's so many reasons that brought me here. But at the same time, I want to have stable internet and I want to have infrastructure, um, which for some people might be weird hearing that I have this in Mexico, but it's much more developed than most people think, especially this side, this specific state, right? Yes. Um, you really feel like North America, because you know we fall into North America and Latin America, and some people get confused with that. Um, and this is what I need right now. So this is my favorite place at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's beauty everywhere. Yeah, there is. And for the listener, Playa del Carmen is only a few kilometers south of Cancun. So imagine that Caribbean water. It's really blue. It really is as blue. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So many shades of blue. Mm -hmm. Looks like a postcard. I live in a postcard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, and that's fun because that visual is, is so eye-popping. And, yeah. and your environment is so crucial mm-hmm. to who you are and what you do, yes. how you think, how you feel, your own transformation or your own stability. It really is. 
everything, you know, your home and your neighborhood and your city and the things you have access to and having access to the shades of blue in the Caribbean ocean every day. Because to me, the ocean is home. Having lived in so many places, the beach became home, the ocean became home. Um, it's just, it, it still feels like a privilege. Okay. Well, I, I love that. And for the listeners, if you're wondering, I've also lived in Playa del Carmen and loved yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And so Noah, a question for you, the environment is critical. And because we're all about the theme of transformation and the life experience, how has this Caribbean coast environment gone to work on you since you've lived there? In my own transformation, you mean? Mm -hmm, you bet. Oh, yes. The decision to move here two and a half hours ago was a very conscious decision around my transformation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I was living somewhere that I was no longer happy there because of the environment. Okay. And I was a little tired of moving around because I've been doing this for a very long time. And I decided to go somewhere that I already knew. Okay. Because, you know, I, I wouldn't have to learn a, a new language. I wouldn't have to adapt to new bureaucracy and visas and, and work visas. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, if you've moved, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes, Even I within do. your own country sometimes, you know, it's adapting mm -hmm. to a completely new culture. It's not something you do on a whim, especially when you have a family. And... Um, that's the environment I was looking for. I literally sat down and created on paper the perfect environment for myself. Some of the things that I already mentioned, like the weather or, you know, getting in and out of the country or the kind of communities I wanted to, to have here. And I thought out of all the places I've lived in and I visited and I worked at, which one has the most? And I really created a checklist. Okay. And I said, Mexico. And though I had never lived in Playa del Carmen, I had lived in Cozumel, but I ah. didn't want to live in an island anymore. Mm -hmm. sure. I needed to take a break from islands. I wanted to be in, you know, the continent and be able to drive and go places whenever I wanted. And uh, so that was me creating my environment. I love it. That's the connection with my transformation. It was the next level of my transformation. Okay. Yes, and it's an interesting point that you that you make that there are different levels of, of transformation. So now that you're here on well, living in a postcard, blue, very blue, warm, oh yeah, all year round. So you've got this going on, and you created the environment, which is is directly relevant to what we're going to talk about here. I want to switch gears and talk about health and health transformations, because that is a primary focus of yours. Now, you mentioned in, in your bio that you once suffered from severe acid reflux. How long ago was this? Mm, I've been healthy again for almost five years, symptoms-free, meds-free, completely okay. stable, mm -hmm. besides, you know, an annual checkup because of age. <laughs> I don't see a doctor. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're laughing. I yeah. mean, we're not old, no. but we are middle-aged and you should, yes. I mean, you should, you know, just to have that baseline. 
because there's no other baseline. So you do that. Um, oh, I think I went off track. What was the, what's the well, question again? <laughs> the, the question was, uh, and, and you answered it, it was how long ago did you have the, yeah. the acid reflux? So take yeah. us back to where, and it was five years ago, anxiety, depression. Where were you at that stage in your life? Oh, wow. I think it was everywhere. I think it was a huge stage of my life. Um, because we know we pick up a lot of those things from programming at a very early age. And then they just grow inside of us. And yeah. they grow and they grow and we're taught to live with it. You know, when you're anxious as a kid and you throw up before an exam, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You'll feel better tomorrow. It's not let's do some stress management kid, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, my kids are already raised that way. They, they never had, you know, those, I call them mini panic attacks because it's not a full-on panic attack, but you're building up to have one in the future or, you know, um, by your nails. Like we are taught that those strategies are okay because there's no alternative right. or so we think. Yes. Or so we were taught, you know, so it was building up and um, it's, you know, a huge part of our nervous system sits in our gut, right? That the gut brain axis BD is, in my opinion, what rules our body, the, the most important thing that we should focus our attention and being healthy. And, um, and because I use those strategies, and I didn't have anything else. It built up, it built up, it built up until, and it was silent reflux. So I was misdiagnosed for a long time. You know, I was told it was gas. I was told it was train. It was, you know, it was just nervous and, and being fed those pills for anxiety and depression instead of being given tools mm -hmm. to work and process the emotions that were causing the anxiety or change the environment that was causing the depression. And once I started my journey and I started empowering myself and creating the environment and not just environment, but many other things is the whole lifestyle that I used to think like a lot of other people, oh, I need to be a health freak. No, you don't. They used to start with minor adjustments with tiny steps, you know, Small hinges swing big doors. Oh, yes. Right? You don't need to move to Mexico. You don't need to become vegan. You don't need to, you know, eat yeah. barley and drink green juice. Um, I still lead a normal life. And um, don't feel limited or deprived to anything. And, um, but it was a nightmare. Because it, it, I've, I've really understood now the meaning of holistic. We are one. We can't separate our mind from our bodies, from our souls. We can't separate our environment from our relationships, from our finances. It's all one big mess you can call, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that mess is beautiful. I don't mean mess in, in, in a bad way. It's like that puzzle, you know, you have the pile of pieces and you start putting it together. And only you can say, what's the bottleneck? Where do you feel stuck? And for me, my health got to a point that I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I had to reassess my whole life. Okay. I had to take it apart. Yeah. And I had to look at 
at my marriage. I had to look at my relationship with my kids. I had to look at my job. I had to look at my finances. I had to look at, at my job and my career and who I had become and who I wanted to be and understand the gap that existed between the reality and my mind. And don't get me wrong, I lived the dream for most people at the time when I was finally diagnosed and I started on my health journey. I lived on the Pacific side of Mexico okay. in a gorgeous apartment in front of the beach and you know, lived in a complex that we had a, a private beach and concierge service. And I had a, um, a job that gave me a lot of power and pretty good money to sustain that lifestyle and three beautiful, healthy children. I thought I had a perfect, beautiful relationship with a man I loved. Um, like I was living the dream. I had built that perfect life, you know, of, you know, finish school, go to university, get your degree, build a career, find a nice guy, get married, have kids. I just took a little further, you know, and did other things like traveling around the world. <laughs> But, you know, I had that success, that, that success that society defines for you, that your parents wish for you, that you come to, to wish for yourself. And I understood that, that that was not for me. And that was making me sick to my stomach, literally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because when you go into detail, it isn't picture perfect and you're paying a price. Mm -hmm. It is. And was there one incident in particular where you just realize, okay, I absolutely have to do something differently. Was it gradual or was there a big event? I had to hit, uh, yeah, I had to hit rock bottom. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like, all oh, this was piling up and it's still, I mean, I was seeing doctors, I was going through all the invasive tests and I was taking all the pills. Okay. Um, and it's funny because I remember as a kid, my mom saying, oh, if doctors depended on you, they would starve. Like I was always, this, you know, super, super healthy. And if, if I had something, I would, I would usually use homeopathy, um, never took pills. Um, I always tried to look for the root cause and, and find a solution. So that was already kind of my mindset, but it got interrupted by being seriously ill. When you really bring your trust to doctors and, and the health system, um, which then I lost again through this process years ago, and I'm regaining again. Um, even my business partner is a doctor now, so that's been very helpful to my own trust in the system again, reincorporating that into my beliefs. Um, it was when I was finally diagnosed, when I went through all the invasive tests and I had hard cold proof in front of me that my left lung was gone, that I had five septic ulcers in my esophagus and they needed to be biopsied for cancer. Mm. And um, the sphincter that connects the esophagus and the stomach was dead. I had a hernia, like it was just piling up, but the results came in very quickly and together because, okay. you know, I had to go to the hospital and, and just be turned upside, you know, inside out to see what was going on. Yeah. Because they kept saying, you know, it's, it's all in your head. You would be perfectly healthy. And I'm like, something is really wrong in my body. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't keep food down. So I think it was at that point that I was taking so much medicine and I was being poked everywhere. 
that I just said enough. I'm going to go back to basics. I'm going to start researching um, how the body works because I, I'm a true believer in nature and I think that nature is perfect. Mm. You know, if you go into a forest and you look at trees, they're all different and they're all perfectly beautiful. So I try to look at humans in the same way as if they were trees. They were all very unique and perfectly perfect. And together, we know we create communities instead of forests. And it was very interesting, but I found out that, you know, natural state of the body is healing. The body's always producing cells. The body's always looking after itself. We just need to get out of the way. And then the second stage was understanding um, really the power of psychosomatic diseases or non-communicative diseases, that anything that it's not contagious really comes from ourselves. It's very, it has very little to do with genetics. You know, it's that environment that we grew up that we call genetics, but it's really the environment and the mindset of the people that brought us the genetics that it's influencing and triggering that genetics. So it was like that, it was step-by-step step that I found out all those things and started really studying formally and informally and, and speaking to specialists and reading books and getting certifications and, and really using my body as a lab. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was like, I am so close to dying that it, it was one of those things, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna die trying, but literally. Okay, all right. <laughs> and lucky me, it all worked out, every single stage of it, because I've also learned to embrace failure as a step, you know, failure has such an ugly connotation. You failed. It wasn't failing. It was like, oh, so this didn't work for me. But then learning how to use it as a stepping stone. Does yes, it make sense? It does. It, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And I think that a lot of people can relate to the wherever they grew up to this cult cultural norm, excuse me, of failure as the end of all life. And mm -hmm. I, I think that it's a very good point to recast it. So how long are, no, it sounds like you're actually still involved in a very curious mindset of, of educating yourself and um, seeking information. But how long did it take before you began to see positive results once you hit rock bottom? So first of all, I think my middle name should have been curiosity. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I was always the person asking why. Oh, I love it. All right. You know, yeah. in, in, I mean, everywhere. Sometimes it was even not the right moment or the right place, you know, like at work. I, I would be, but why? I need to understand the why to motivate myself to do things. I can't just be okay. told and do it, right? <laughs> um, so my curiosity is insatiable. I'm always, always curious. That's awesome. why, again, the eclectic education, because I'm always learning something, you know, um, it goes from just an example, like I've studied political science, but I've also studied fashion design because I'm always, always curious. It's just the curiosity shifts to a different place. And what was the other half of the question? How that influences my transformation? Well, the, it was... Um how long it was before oh, you really began was. to 
system. It was pretty immediate. It was immediate. Okay. It was pretty, yeah. it, it was pretty, I mean, I didn't heal overnight. Most people are looking for a magic pill. This is not it, but you feel the difference mm -hmm. immediately. You really do, which again brings us back when I partner up with um, Dr. Neff, my, my, my partner in the project that we're doing now, um, he feels the same way. We were talking right. about it the other day and he said, oh, I can't believe how much my life has changed just planning this workshop. And this is what I think hits everybody that has worked with me because we all think this is gonna be complicated. This is gonna be complex and I make up excuses. Oh, when I have the time. Oh, when I have the money, after the kids grow up, when I'm done with my deadline at work, uh, when I'm done moving. And then I've had clients literally cry tears of joy to me and say, I followed you on social media for two years, making up excuses. I wish I had done this two years ago. Yeah. But there were tears of joy because again, they've reframed failure and they didn't see those two years as <laughs> failure. Whereas the setback, they needed to go through their own journey to be ready or their own rock bottom to be ready for it. But it's immediate. It's immediate because um, your brain is so powerful, so powerful. So it's as immediate, you know, maybe you can ask yourself, how long does it take for a kid to feel bad when they bullet in school? Immediately, right? Right away, it takes right away. One time, mm -hmm. and immediately they feel bad, and they can have consequences for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah. So it's the same thing when a positive transformation happens, but because we're not used to it, or because we've never experienced it, we really have low expectations about the impact it can have in our lives. So it's the exact same thing after one hour, one session, and sometimes sessions are, I've had 20 minute sessions that change people's lives, that, that they're like, oh, wow, because it was a change in perspective, right. or it was a tool they could implement, or something that they physically did that completely changed their minds. And, and I always say, I don't, I don't facilitate your change. You facilitate your change. I facilitate yeah. possibility. Now you know that there's different ways you can achieve that goal. And now you know there's a way. Sometimes we're so stuck that we don't even see one way. So it's all of a sudden having this, this catalog of possibilities presented to you. And I focus on pleasure because when we do things with pleasure, oh my God, it's so much easier. You know, like we're not, you're not going to be fighting with yourself or pushing yourself and having that fight of, you know, shame and guilt that you couldn't do it because it's so pleasurable. How can you not do it? You know, you want to do it. You're looking forward to doing it. So it's immediate, it's constant, and it's exponential because you're building on it and the ripple effect and the butterfly effect that you don't even have control over it. You know, when, when my house got better, my relationships got better. I didn't feel like a strain on my family. I didn't feel like a strain on my finances. Then my finances changed because I could use the money I was using for doctors and medicine into savings or you know pleasurable things in life. Yes, it changed my career because look at look at what I do now. I'm no longer you know. I used to at the time I was an operations manager for 
a huge company on this side of the world, major responsibility, budget of millions of dollars. And I dropped everything to transform and facilitate, you know, help people facilitate their own transformations. So that that ripple effect and butterfly effect, sometimes you don't even have control over it. That's why it grows exponential. Like my kids, they grew up already with beliefs. I didn't, they, they didn't transform. They were raised into it. And I had no idea this would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's really interesting how a, a lot of people that are now middle-aged, in other words, our age, did not grow up with these tools because no matter where you grew up in the world, they were not as prevalent. Now, you've mentioned, Noah, a couple of times that you're now partnered with Dr. Stefan Neff, by the way, guys, he has been a guest on this show. Tell us about that collaboration that you're doing and the workshop that you all have coming up. This has been another amazing amazing project. So I met Dr. Neff because he, he interviewed me for his podcast some time ago. Okay. Um, and there was just something in the chemistry mm-hmm. that for months lingered in my head and I couldn't put my finger on it, but he left such an impression, you know, on me that at some point I wrote that to him. I said, this might be very weird and it's been months but you made such an impression that keeps echoing in my mind. And I don't know why, but I wanted you to know that I'd like to be in touch. Perfect, okay. Mm-hmm. And we exchanged it. He said, he, he was like, I felt the same way. And I had the same impression that would just be weird to reach out and say something like that. And um, we didn't chat again. It was just like a few messages when something came to mind and he came to mind because he experienced something. And then um, with the world gone, upside down in the past, yeah. you know, couple of years, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, um, I started branching out, not just working with people that wanted to heal from chronic disease, but also facilitating workshops to give people tools in specific things. So the workshops, again, they were very eclectic. They were from self-love to time management to how to be positive um, how to facilitate your own health transformation. It was, um, there were seven workshops to start with. And I started facilitating them um, as community workshops right here, just locally. And at some point they were going so well and I could see the transformation, as we said, immediately within an hour within people and the feedback was so good. And people would be coming back and bringing their family and their friends and it was overbooked that I was like, okay, how can I help more people? And people are saying, no, I'm going back home because you know, there's a lot of tourists here. Um, I wish, you know, I could bring this back to my company and have this work environment based on, you know, the positivity that I just learned or, you know, have my whole family come here, my parents, my grandparents, my children. And I was like, "Mm, how can I do this for people? You know, sometimes business develops where you want to take it. Sometimes it develops from outside demands. And I was like, I love this. I do want to help more people. So decided to create an online workshop. And what I felt that most people are searching for is health related. Okay. It, It really is health related. How to empower themselves because we've been divided. You know, there's people that are 
pro-vaccine. And I mean, I don't want to get into that and people that are against and people that, you know, wear your mask and stay at home and people that don't. And um, I don't even want to, you know, say my own opinion about all of that because I see this as an opportunity to unite everybody again into, I want to take responsibility for my health. You know, if the only offer that the, the the government is offering is wear a mask and take a vaccine, to me, that's unacceptable. I want to know how I can protect myself. How can I, how can I protect my mind from fear? How can I protect my social life from being isolated? How can I protect my immune system from degrading with time? You know, all those things. And so many people ask those questions as well. Like, what can I do? We felt, we, we felt, and some people still feel so powerless. You know, like there's nothing I can do. I need to follow orders because someone is looking after me. I've always been a rebel. Uh, like, I mm-hmm. want to take care of myself. I want to know what I can do. So I decided to create this workshop and you know, being very realistic and being very scientific, 99.9% of the world population trust doctors. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I might have, you know, a long list of my education, but a medical degree is not one of them mm-hmm. and not a PhD as well. So I'm not a doctor in any sense of the world, of oh, the right. word. Um, yeah. So I thought, why not approach a doctor? Mm-hmm. So... Um, it would give more credibility to the whole workshop in everybody's eyes. There's a doctor doing this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Hmm, Dr. Neff, the time has come. And I I wrote to him and I said, I have an idea I want to share with you. And then we got on a call and within five minutes, he said, I'm in. I'm in. I am in. It is such a privilege to be part of a revolution that people can take responsibility for their own health and feel powerful instead of powerless. And, and as we talked, he learned the side that I bring in, which is in medicine, it's implementation, because we all know what to do. If you sit down now and you make a list of all the things from drinking more water to exercising you know, often to getting good sleep, and you go even deeper into certain things, we all know what to do. So if you if you imagine the pile of things that you know that you should be doing or you would like to be doing as a mountain. Okay. And then you imagine a mountain right next to it, which is the achievement. You were doing it, right? There is a cliff and everybody falls on that cliff. The actual doing it. So what is it in our minds that stops us from doing what we want to do Forget the part that we need to do, the things that we really want to do. What stops you from packing your bags and moving to Mexico? What stops you from being a dance teacher instead of you know, having a corporate job? It's that cliff that you just fall and you stay down. So what we do is we created a bridge. This is what I considered what I do. You create a bridge mm-hmm. where you understand Again, possibility. Now you don't need to fall. 
you can walk down, you can climb up, you can use the bridge. There's, you know, um, ropes. There's a lot of options to cross. You can take a helicopter. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of options on how to go from I want to, then I got it. Yeah. So he brings the, the medical part. What okay. is the immune system? And we did it very curate, curated. It's not, it's like, it's, it's a few minutes of each one of them. And we decided to focus and we both believe that it's the four major transformations in your health. The first and foremost, stress. Because your body goes into shutdown because it needs to take care of the urgency. Second, hydration. Third, movement. And fourth, nutrition. The other three don't come in a specific order, right? Like we said, everything is holistic. And so he presents that curated information, the medical information, the scientific facts. And you know him. He's so much fun. Yes. So, I mean, you're, 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 you're like, you're fascinated. You, you wish it wasn't just a few minutes. You wish you could get your whole medical degree from that guy. He's so entertaining and so much fun. And at the same time, so serious and committed right. yeah. to, to, you know, to being a good doctor, to mm -hmm. leading this revolution in medicine through each one of us. And I bring in the implementation. What are the tools that you need to build that bridge if you wish to have a bridge? What are the tools you need if you wish to walk down the mountain and then climb up? So we give you choice and possibility. It is insane this is what you need to do. And this is how you get it done. It is look at what you wish to do and what you already know to be right. Here's the scientific proof that you know and you are right. And this is how you implement with pleasure. So you stop fighting yourself. You mm -hmm. stop the vicious cycle of trying, failing, feeling guilty, ashamed, getting your energy back, trying again. We create a completely new cycle of celebration, of accomplishment, of happiness, of pleasure, and, and then the ripple effect that creates the exponential change and transformation in your life. Yes. So we're very, very excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, the life workshop is going to be November. Oh, can I share this information? I was bit? just going to ask you. <laughs> you bet. So go ahead and ask me. All right. When is it? <laughs> it's November 19th. So it's in less than two weeks, not this Friday, next Friday, um, 2.30 p.m. EST time. And again, I'm in Mexico and he is from Germany and he's in New Zealand. So he's also a nomad. Well, not a nomad, but he's at least moved. So we also have that in common that we understand different cultures. Together, we understand almost the whole world <laughs> from, our, from right. our personal and professional experience. And it's going to be about two hours long. And I say about because it is going to be life. And then we're going to have a Q&A and we have two recorded bonuses for everybody. One of them is a talk between me and him because he's also, you know, he is a recovering alcoholic. So he understands a lot about addiction. So we're going to be talking about the difference between habits, which is the transformations that I facilitate. So they become automated and you don't need to remember or do things differently. So about the difference about habits and addictions. Okay. So if people are interested in, in, you know, in understanding better their transformation, if it's through habits or through healing from an addiction, they will have more information in which path to take and the resources available to them. Okay. And the second bonus is a full body check-in 
So you can check, you can check, just like we spoke about doing a checkup once a year with a doctor, you can do an internal check-in and you can do that as, as, as often as you like. You can do it every morning, every evening. You can do it, you know, a few times a day. You can do it once a week. You can do it once a month. But it's really sharing with you the tool of reconnecting to your body and building that trust okay. that you know yeah. how you feel and how this. you feel teaches you. And it's your body communicating with you. Yeah, and, and this this is wonderful. So the date again of the workshop is November nineteenth, and yes. it is at two thirty p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time. And okay, so now this is going to be a lot of fun because, well, no, as as you said, I've I know Doctor Doctor Neff, and mm-hmm. he is high energy and a tremendous amount of fun. So again, mm-hmm. don't miss this, guys, November 19th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, Noah, how can people register for this? And also, how can people get a hold of you if they'd like more information about your particular services? Sure. So if you want to sign up for the workshop, you can go to our website. It's called stressedtorelaxed.com. And is there any way that we can write this information for people listening to us right now? Well, let's spell it right now. Oh, yeah. Stressed, as in stress, but as a verb in the past. Mm-hmm. Stressed to relaxed. So that's the major transformation that really any health transformation should go through first and foremost. Or you can reach out on any, I mean, not any, I'm not in all social media platforms. I am on Instagram. <laughs> I am on, yeah. on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I have the same handle in all three, which is my full name, Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, Noah, N-O-A, mm-hmm. Glixman, G-L-I-K-S-M-A-N. Of course, all one word. There are no underscores or slashes or spaces or anything. So Marcia Noah Glixman, you can reach out on a DM. You know, we make sure that we answer everybody and uh, we do what we can to help. Um, And also, if you can't attend the live workshop, we're going to, it's going to be an evergreen workshop. So you're going to have instant access. Um, It's not going to be ready on November 9th and November 20th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, but you can reach out and uh, we're expecting it to take at the most until 2022. So, you know, a month and a bit. So people that do do relate to transformations and new years and resolutions and things like that will have yeah. that accessible. If you want to start your year ready, you can do that before. If it's urgent to you and it's not available on the website, give us a shout. We might be able to give you access to what we have in the meantime um, and uh, or give you other tools or direct you to other projects or resources that, that um, I've created in the past. Because like I said, it used to be seven different workshops and different things and I've worked one-on-one. Um, I've never had an instance that I spoke with someone and I could either help them or direct them to, to something or somewhere or someone that could, could help them on the spot. Beautiful. Okay. And this is stressed to relaxed.com. All right. Yes. As in, and I love how you said past tense 
on the stressed and relaxed in the present. Oh yeah, what else? All right, so Noah, thank you so much. This is going to be a really fabulous workshop. And again, for listeners who would like to get a hold of Noah, it's Marcia Noah Glixman on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, direct messages are absolutely fine. And this is gonna be so much fun, that workshop. I think that um, it, it will be really, really entertaining as well as informative. And I think that people are going to be very lucky to have the two of you with your synergy and your skill set and your energy together in one place. So Noah, before we wrap up here, what else would you like to say to our listeners here today? I want to say two things. First one is everything is possible. Mm. If you were listening to this and thinking maybe because I had the resources or because I had the experience or because I had the education. Everything is possible. My youngest client was 13. And my oldest client was well into his 70s. Okay. It is never too late. Mm -hmm. It is never hard. It is hard because you're led to believe it's hard. You know, and if, if, it's, if it's complex for you right now to grasp that, I wanna leave you with a question that I often ask myself to this day and it was crucial to my transformation. What if I'm wrong? Hmm. I always ask myself when I say, oh, this isn't for me or this is gonna be hard or what if I'm wrong? Is there a 1% possibility that I am wrong and this is gonna be easy and this is gonna be possible. There always is because I don't control the world. Hell, we don't even control ourselves. Yeah. We have a measure of influence. <coughs> Excuse me. And my influence is believing it's possible and okay. you're halfway there. Mm. Yes. Right, the second thing, um, I want to leave you with is that this project, this workshop that we're facilitating, and I keep using the word revolution. I want to share with everybody why we're counting on really starting a revolution with this, because someone might be interested in being part of this revolution because of their own beliefs of empowerment. And they might not be a coach or this might not be their career, but they're looking for something to contribute to their community or to the world. So they can, you know, do something small or something big, it's up to you. So here's the opportunity and the invitation. We wanna create this project. We wanna offer this project uh, of how the, the name of the, the workshop is how to boost your immune system with pleasure. So we wanna offer the workshop to places that are already organizations and have you know, more than, than one person, families, schools, hospitals, institutions, companies, embassies, um, and have them do it as a group. So the transformation is even easier because you have your own support and accountability together with the system that we offer to bring you forward. 
And not only that, we have different pricings depending where you are in the world. Because gotcha. if you are in the developed world, you get to sponsor someone in the developing world. So you are right now in the US. Let's say that your kid's school wants to come in and do the project and they have 700 students and staff members. And with the parents, it would be, you know, about 1,500 to 2,000. Maybe with the grandparents could reach, I don't know, 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. And they buy 5,000 licenses. They can donate 5,000 licenses to a school, let's say in Kenya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they, they can choose or they can leave up to us and trust us to give those 5,000 licenses. You bought it for yourself and your family. And you bought five licenses instead of paying for one and watching together because you want to donate to five different families. So however people want to be involved and everybody knows the school, knows the company, knows the community center, you know, knows your neighbors, knows, I mean, we all know so many organizations. So this is an opportunity to whoever wants to come on board and help us reach out as many people as possible we will be very grateful to have you, to have as many people as possible involved in this. And, and if you, you know, I know a lot of people are looking for ways to make this world a better place. Yes. So like I said, my job is just to bring possibility. So here's another possibility. You may embrace it, you may not, but um, I am truly grateful to have had the opportunity to share all this with you my own journey and to have so many people listen and hopefully be inspired to, to decide to transform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is really wonderful. And I, I really, I did not know what you just shared with us that there is a really a global action and outreach yeah. component to this. So that's really wonderful to hear. So guys, let's tuning in here. It's stressedtorelax.com to register for the workshop, how to boost your immune system with pleasure, which really sounds like fun. Okay. No, it I- is. That's why it works because it- it's like you understand that having fun is what works. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and well, I hope that you're out there having fun, guys. This has been a lot of fun for me, Noah, to have you here on the show. I'm really, really happy that we were able to have this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and fun. And this has been Decide to Transform with Noah Glixman. And again, register for her workshop with Dr. Stefan Neff, who's also been a guest on this show. It's how to boost your immune system with pleasure on the website, stressedtorelaxed.com. Thank you all for joining.